feeling ungrounded and depressed. So you decide to eat a tub of ice cream in your underwear, watching Forrest Gump. That's how you feel? That's how you feel podcast is all about life moments and ways in which you can help heal yourself. This podcast is through one person's journey where they hope you can find inspiration and healing through the breathwork techniques, guided meditations, and vulnerable weekly check-ins. Hopefully hearing how one person is healing can open up the conversation of what it means to be conscious and how we heal ourselves, we can thus help humanity. Mental health and overall well-being should be accessible and an open conversation so we can heal in healthier ways and be part of the solution and not part of the problem. In the words of Bruce Lee, don't pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. That's how you feel. How's it going, everybody? It is December the 9th, 2021. I was doing some, like, tapping into collective energy and stuff, like, this past week, doing a lot of, like, quiet contemplation and stuff, and something that I've been noticing a lot was a lot of people getting stuck kind of in feedback loops and certain stories and narratives about themselves, as well as not understanding, you know, like, when we're, quote-unquote, being attacked by people, um, you know, it's the way in which we handle ourselves. If we're easily disrupted by when somebody's projecting onto us certain things of their own bullshit, you know, like it, you have to ask yourself, is it true for you? Because generally speaking, like if you have a strong reaction towards something, that's asking you to look further within. We've talked about this before in several different episodes, you know, where we're really just mirrors and projections um, when we interact with other people. And those are all like lessons for us to to learn better from. And unfortunately, a lot of times like we get stuck in this like he said, she said bullshit or just like, you know, that's really like, complaining and gossiping happens a lot where like this person said this about me. And it's just like if you're constantly making that your story, then you're making it true for you. Because for people that truly know that something is not actually actually accurate about themselves, they're not going to be affected by it. They're just going to not fuck with it because they know it's completely untrue. So that's something um when we get stuck in these like really um, victim and blame mentalities, like you're stagnant as fuck. You were stuck in this feedback loop and not taking accountability for yourself. Like, why is this affecting you so deeply? Why do you believe that this is true about yourself? Because if you're going around telling people all of this shit, looking for people to validate you in some sense, and a lot of people may not, or they might just be like, oh, damn, that sucks, da, 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 and you constantly feel the need to talk about this shit, then you're making it true for you. The more that you talk about something, it becomes real. <laughs> and that's a shit that I think a lot of people... Um, you know, get twisted on is like the more we are thinking about things and talking about things, you're manifesting that reality, you know, like you're staying in that that reality. And if you want to shift out of that, then the whole point is for you to not talk about it, not think about it. Of course, you have to process these things naturally, but there's a difference between healthy processing and like we've talked in previous episode called complaining and gossiping 
then it's just that. So, um, again, you know, it's like, we're, we're kind of hitting this, like almost like I mentioned this to somebody else, like there's a little bit of like Mercury and retrograde kind of like feelings happening in the collective right now because there's purging. So when you're purging, you're bringing up a lot of old bullshit for you to get rid of and that, and you're allowing that to integrate. Like I talked about yesterday, like we're allowing this energy to really settle in, um, you know, um, that you've upgraded full, you know, it's like, there's different levels and way in which you are getting rid of like the trauma and, you know, healing. So like when you're dealing with a lot of the visceral stuff, like you have to feel process all of that energy. And then you have like a little bit more of cognitive response and be like, okay, no, I like, I understand better. This is actually how it is. Or, um, no, I can take accountability and responsibility there. Or no, I need to talk to somebody else a little bit further in depth about X, Y, and Z. Um, so I can have like closure or whatever you know like there's different levels of that processing going and then afterwards you have to let it settle you have to let it integrate and when you're doing these big purges even after all that healing process because this could be stuff that you healed like a year ago two years ago five years ago but during these like energetic like purges they come back up to the surface because they need it to let it go fully you know so then it comes back up again and you're like why am i dealing with this again i thought i'd with this i thought i got rid of it you know but that's the whole point of this cycle, this journey. It's ongoing. You don't just get to like snap your fingers and your trauma's gone forever type of shit. You know, it's this constant transmutation of energy, like I keep saying, you know. So I know that there's like that theme going on in the collective of just like kind of getting stuck in these old feedback loops of like these old stories about yourself or these old uh, events that happened to you where you know you are believing something that other people tell about you or like trying to need to get like some sort of validation or some shit and that's like a fucking slippery slope so just catch yourself real quick you know this is a real shift in perspectives of being able to like start at that thought if you can change that thought then you change that emotion change that emotion you change that action and so um another theme that plays into that kind of thing of like believing things are true or not is really about loyalty and loyalty is something that, like, for me, like, I've always tried to, you know, like, have some loyalty in some regard. Of course, like, I've been a very flawed, very fucked up individual in my life where my loyalty was definitely skewed many times in my life. But there were certain things that, like, I just are unshakable for me, you know, um, which I don't think is, like, a, a bad thing. And, like, I, I pride myself in a certain degree of my level of loyalty uh, to things that I wholeheartedly believe in. But in lower vibrational frequencies and your unevolved states, you know, it's, like, unfortunately, if you've had a lot of trauma and stuff and, like, where you learn, like, how to love and who to love, if that was at all fucked up for you in your, you know, developmental years, then you tend to be loyal to things that are not, that you shouldn't be loyal to. You're, you feel safe in unsafe situations, you know? And for people that don't have a lot of self-confidence, and that's something that's big in the collective right now is a lot of like confidence issues of like people wearing false masks for so long of portraying themselves to be a certain way or to be somebody else that they're really not, that shit's fading away. And so you're losing that loyalty to that type of story. You know, you're, you're no longer being loyal to an unhealthy pattern for you. And during the shift, you know, um, you can really see who's loyal to whom, you know, like we're, we're figuring out like who our real friends are, what, you know, like jobs are really good for us, what family dynamics are good for us, you know, what partners, what, you know, hobbies and health choices, like so many different things. That's a loyalty. A loyalty is truly commitment. What do I feel committed 
to? What do I believe in? You know, loyalty is more connected with morals and ethics with commitment. Because what do you feel is morally correct for yourself? What do you think is ethically correct for yourself? What do you believe in that is morally and ethically correct for how you show up in this world and how you treat other people and situations? You know, those are the things that you are really committed to is that loyalty of self and that loyalty of how you show up in this world. And unfortunately, a lot of people can get you know, caught in various loopholes and be committed and loyal to things that are not for their highest good. So really, again, you know, the root issue is knowing thyself. And by knowing thyself, are you better able to make the decisions that are for your highest good, even at the expense, if you have to lose friends, lose a job, whatever, you know, like you're not afraid because you know that you are committed and loyal to what is best for you. And I think that's where we're kind of like ending on in this year is being like, I have stayed true to myself. And I wanted to give you guys like a backdrop, like personal story of mine that I think really shows both of these two things, which is, you know, like old stories and me not believing something and knowing like I was sticking to my guns on that. And even if people are coming at me from all sides and being loyal to myself, being loyal to the things that were sacred to me and showing that kind of journey, because I think it's a good story, you know, like luckily for me, it's an old story that it doesn't resonate true for me anymore in the sense that that's what I embody. But it's just like a, you know, like, you know, I kind of think of myself as like a storyteller, like a comedian in a lot of ways, where it's like a lot of shit's happened in my life now. I can fucking laugh my ass off about it. Like, I'm very sardonic, like I'm very satirical and fucking like dry sense of humor at times. You know, I just just don't let shit fucking affect me too much. You know, it's like I don't take things too personally and I'm able to really like process things fully and let it the fuck go but definitely i got some doozy of fucking stories in my fucking like little knapsack you know on my back and shit and i think this one's like a really good one like it's kind of you know sardonic for sure so you know if this is triggering for anyone like apologies in advance but you know i think that's like something so therapeutic like when you're you know in situations that are really like bad where all you can do is cry or you're just like really sad you know like the the way to transmute that shit is through laughter in all honesty and a lot of people be like that's manic as fuck like my friend always says that shit but like honestly like that's like a great cure-all too so just putting that out there but um yeah so i'll be like personal and vulnerable with you guys with this situation um so many years ago i was in a very complicated relationship with somebody whom i loved very deeply They were definitely like a very strong soulmate of mine, someone who I connected with on a cerebral level that, you know, surpassed any other, you know, instance of my life. Someone who I truly respected. I really loved them. We had a really unique, beautiful bond and all of the positives outweighed all of the negatives. And this person I am indebted to in terms of just you know thankful for their presence in my life however short it was it was an amazing journey for me to have experienced it with this person I miss them dearly I wish they were still here but you know everything that happened was exactly the way that you know the universe intended it to happen and I've learned so many valuable lessons from this connection but you know um, unfortunately the connection was flawed from the jump we were both unawakened and unhealed people 
but we both had the potential. And this is why I'll have to say this time and time again. You cannot fall in love with potential. Two people have to be willing to put in the work on themselves and then put work into the commitment. And unfortunately, neither of us were putting in the work on ourselves and thus being, you know, uh, you know, not the best versions of ourselves to be able to make our, you know, connection deeper with each other. And so unfortunately, during this time frame, um, you know, there would be instances where, you know, we would bring out like toxic traits of each other, you know, like you're trying to, you know, develop something and one person has one idea, the other person has another idea and you're trying to find a middle ground and unfortunately you're, you're at odds ends, you know, and unfortunately they're not here to have like a say in this particular story. So again, this is just a story through my perspective. And so again, um, you know, there's two sides to the story and always the truth. So unfortunately, you know, this is just going to be a one-sided perspective piece. But I think, you know, he would probably agree with me in most of these situations as far as like what had happened. So um, during our development of our relationship, there were definitely a lot of times where, you know, we just couldn't make things work if I wanted to make things work he didn't and vice versa there would just be a lot of um back and forth bullshit and unfortunately for for us he decided to talk to a lot of our mutual friends where I just really didn't talk about it that much because it wasn't anybody's fucking business I'm private as fuck I was like I don't talk about my personal relationships you know as much as possible of course I'm human and definitely back in those days lower vibrational unevolved human for sure uh, but generally speaking, you know, like I'm pretty private, you know, because yeah, your relationship be- with your person should be between you and the person. Any problems that you have, you should be able to talk to each other, you know, not to other people. But when you're unevolved and not in your best form, you know, you start asking for other people's opinions and uh, have then people have access to your relationship and insert themselves where they don't fucking belong. And so for him, he would talk about me a lot to our mutual friends and ask their advice, ask their opinions that they had very strong opinions about me. That's for sure. Um, and again, that's through, it was only his perspective. So they weren't really asking me for my perspective and then being able to take a bird's eye view and be like, Hey, what's this whole story here that's going on. So unfortunately, um, we had a tumultuous situation for like about three years straight of just, you know, a lot of, you know, ups and downs in certain areas, but there were far more positives in our, in our relationship than there were negatives, you know, like we were just so in sync with the way that we thought. And, you know, we just really cared about a lot of the same stuff. We're into the same things, you know, liked doing stuff together. You know, there was on paper, great, you know, in reality, flawed (laughs) you know and I think everyone has like a relationship like that that they can think about but it was beautiful you know it was genuine reciprocated feelings towards one another they just weren't combined in a healthy way for us to be able to create something better because neither of us were capable of loving ourselves at that time so to the moral of this part of the story you know just like the, the context of us my person had been wearing like a false mask for our entire situation of not truly revealing their most vulnerable self to me that there was a deeper hidden very hurt and very depressed person that laid underneath of course i'm an empath that i could pick up you know bits and pieces but i don't really pry too much you know with people you know it's like i'll let them come to me when they're ready and so unfortunately, as this development came on, I realized like, oh shit, this person has had depression their whole life. 
and he started talking about certain things that like i think had come up to the surface for him and i was like holy shit you know like whoa okay this is kind of heavy and stuff and then um it was like maybe a month later something had happened to him and he went missing basically and like there was no like real indication leading up to this disappearance um for me and like our relation because we were talking like all the way up until like that day basically and there so he had given me no reason to think that he wasn't okay um but unfortunately he was very not okay and so I knew something was wrong because we were very much in sync and I just started like asking around I was like oh my god you know where is my person like what's up um and asking all of our friends and they're like I don't know da 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 and then time started ticking by and I started to get more and more nervous. And then slowly other people started being like, oh, damn, okay. Like if she's really that nervous, we should probably be that nervous too. Um, so then it started this whole cycle of being like, what the fuck happened? And I'm a fucking little researcher and shit. And so like I was already like going down and digging around and like trying to figure out a bunch of stuff. And nothing was fully conclusive, but I had like an idea of something that it could, you know, surround and for you know this part of the story like i'm gonna keep a lot of details private because it's absolutely nobody's fucking business and i'm loyal to that that you know he's not here to speak on his own behalf of what he wants to be revealed that i'm gonna keep that 100 and so um slowly but surely like the group of friends and i couldn't come to an agreement of what we were gonna do because there was a lot of like touchy stuff that like no one really wanted to deal with and no one wanted to take accountability and be responsible for so um basically there was too many clashing opinions and finally um during that time frame um you know it was getting a little bit more volatile but people being like no we want to do this we're gonna do that and I just couldn't really like make a commitment because I was still like focusing on certain aspects where I had unearthed like a lot of stuff and I was like okay you know like I have all this information now that like I know can help me and stuff like that um but I just was still chicken shit to like pull the fucking trigger because I just didn't want to I didn't want to fail him in any way. I just, I just knew like that, like I knew what he would want. And that was the thing that was, you know, guiding me. But I knew that he was not in a good place that I would have to not break his trust, but, you know, still go against maybe what he would prefer in some ways to like find resolution. And so, um, one of his friends like came to me and they were like super mad and they're like oh, you know like I've talked to this this and this like we're gonna do it this way like you know like just started going off on me basically like really blaming me and he told me that he thought like I could have killed him and just like all this like fucked up ass shit but I was just like this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life and so like I didn't even I wasn't even phased by it I was just like this man's crazy and <laughs> that's all there is to it and I didn't even argue with him. I was actually kept it really cool. And um, I ended up giving him all a bunch of information that I had because I knew it was going to help him. So, I, like, I gave him. I was like, here, like, thank you for doing this. Like, I wasn't even threatened by it because I just knew. I was like, look, you have your own story. You have your own projections of me. There's nothing I can do or say that is going to change the way that you view me. But what I can do for my person's best interest is give you this information that I've figured out and found and I'm going to give it to you because I know that this is going to help us find him. And I thank you actually for being the person to to take an initiative and actually make a decision against everybody else's, you know, you know, pass, uh, passive ways, you know. So in reality, it all worked out great. But that was like a moment where like I knew at that point and I was like, damn, 
you know, like, all these people think this, like, really fucked up ass shit about me, but, like, I know it's not true, and that was the point where I just realized, like, okay, you know, like, I'm clearly here in my own, um, world in the sense that it's like, hey, I gotta work with what I'm, I'm dealing with because this is for the betterment of, of my person, and so through it all, like, we were able to, to find him and everything that, um, you know, I had found a lot of stuff out, um, you know, he was able to like really talk about with me, really have like some honest, like vulnerable conversations about some really hard, difficult shit and that everything had had to have happened that way. Um, but unfortunately it didn't change the whole underlying part of him of that. He was very fragmented and unhealed and very traumatized and was still, you know, very much in this, you know, prison of his own making in many ways of just feeling like he couldn't be authentically him. But luckily through, you know, my thorough investigation, I was able to reconnect him with a lot of different things and help him give closure on a lot of stuff. And I really believe wholeheartedly, like that was one of like the purposes of my life existence is like, I was here to incarnate in this lifetime to, to help him and to help a lot of other people. Um, But that situation definitely was something that I know, I I was here to do for him and you know unfortunately it was like a few months later he decided to to really take his life this time and it had been really difficult those last few months like I tried so hard you know there was glimmers of hope and like we really had like made some breakthroughs but unfortunately the depression just just won and I tried everything like I tried you know, smothering him with my love, you know, distancing my love, tough love, just so many ways. I loved him in every possible way that I could love to the, to the moon and back, you know, and again and again and again. And I would do it all over again. No questions asked, but it was not enough because the problem was he didn't love himself. And no matter how much you love somebody, if they cannot see themselves clearly, there's nothing that you can do or change. And that's something that's really painful. It's so fucking painful to see all the potential in someone and for them to not see it in themselves and to to live up to that. But that is why you cannot fall in love with potential. You can just love, and that is what we are here to do, is to love unconditionally. But we cannot change anyone. We can only hope and pray, but we cannot do anything to interfere with the way in which people perceive themselves. And that's why you have to like remove yourself because it's, it's not about you, you know, like you don't need to take something personally when you have nothing to fucking do with that decision at the end of the day. And unfortunately, um, you know, the, the last night we had a really long discussion it was a little bit, um, upsetting, you know, he just, just really upset me and I was mad. And then like we made up and then I could just tell he like hit me back up later I could tell he was saying goodbye to me, but I didn't want to accept it, but I just knew. And I talked to like his roommate and they're like, no, he's here. He's fine. You're, 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 you're okay. And so like, I just let it go. Cause I was, you know, I was denying it fully on a conscious level, but subconsciously I knew something was not right. And I knew that, you know, he was probably saying goodbye to me. Um, and then of course, like the whole night I just felt some stuff. And then the very next morning, like pretty early on, like I had all these visions of exactly what had happened to him and I was like well that's pretty fucked up like damn all right um but they ended up being true <laughs> so I like pretty much like prophesize exactly what had happened and I had to go deal with it um you know anyone that's seen like a dead body before it's not really fun I had already seen like a few at that point in my life and 
didn't make it any easier and especially for for it to be him that shit fuck me up <laughs> like period point blank that shit fuck me up I, I literally just died the moment i saw him i didn't react though i didn't process it i was just like complete and total denial because that's like usually what i do when a really traumatic shit happens i completely shut down i have almost no emotions and i i can't process things it's just really hard for me and so that's what had happened where i just like went in straight into like autopilot i was like all right i have all this shit i needed to handle i got to be there for like his friends and his family you know so i had to like make all these like really hard phone calls to people um no you never want to call someone and be like hey i'm sorry like your son's dead or like hey i'm sorry like your friend is dead like no one wants to say that shit but i'd already been pretty used to it at that point in time um that i was able to just like keep a straight face <laughs> and able to push through it and i was able to you know organize all of the the stuff that needed to be organized you know as far as like having you know like his family you know connect with the police and stuff getting like family dealing with like all the that wake and then just having like memorials and stuff for him um which you know i know my person like he would have been like hey don't even fucking do any of this shit but you know it's just like it's it's, it's not always about you you know gotta like grieve for your people you know so you know, I definitely tried to do the best that I could. There were some things that were out of my hand where I'd be like, oh my God, this man is laughing and rolling at me and is so bummed on life right now. Like, so bummed. <laughs> like, he probably felt hella bad for me being like, damn, Kate, I'm so sorry. I had to like, subject you to this situation. Like, that shit sucks. But then, unfortunately, um, you know, the same animosity that had happened in the first attempt was uh, revisited again where everyone had their opinions uh, about what had happened you know a lot of people like made up lies about what had happened to him people had all this like crazy ass talk but you know again a lot of people were just like oh it's my fault they were blaming me they said he killed himself because of me or that i did something like ridiculous shit one person told me i should kill myself because it was my fault and other people were just like oh, you know, he got so sad because she broke up with him. And I was just like, man, you guys really think the worst about your friend. And that's like the shit that like bummed me out where I was like, damn, did these people even know this person? Did these people even care about this person? Did these people even like really see who I saw as like a real person? Because everything that they're talking about, it made him sound like he had like no backbone and wasn't like one of the dopest motherfucking people to ever have walked this fucking earth the way that you're talking about him because if you were a real friend you would have been like no no bitch could have ever like fucking stepped to this fucking dude because he was fucking tight you know like that's the way i thought about him you know like just goes to show you know like how people perceive you and like the stories they want to project and portray you know i'm just like damn you're not like a really good friend if that's what you think about your friend like that's pretty fucked up and sad and so, like, that just, like, made me see, like, a whole different perspective of people, as well as just, like, loyalty, man, where I'd just be like, damn, like, are, the, you're able to, like, just flagrantly talk about shit, like, are you really loyal to this person? Like, I don't know if you are. Um, and it came down to a situation where I was, like, organizing a memorial, and, like, I'm fucking loyal, man. I'm the type of person, like, you don't like somebody, I don't like somebody, <laughs> you know, like, like I'll, 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 I can do it in a really, like, diplomatic way where it's, like, I don't need to, like, burn bridges and, like, go out of my way to, like, not like somebody, but if my friend doesn't fuck with you, there's a reason why my friend doesn't fuck with you and i'm close enough to my friend that we're probably gonna have a similar viewpoint that i'm just like hey you know what it's just like i don't need to like encourage animosity and i don't need to um 
you know put people in weird predicaments where they feel like they gotta choose and shit you know it's like i no longer want to be like a martyr in the sense of like you know making peace and blah 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 it's just like i'm going to be loyal to the things that matter to me and if somebody really can't fuck with you like i'm not gonna force them to fuck with you you know and this came to a situation of somebody that uh, i purposely said i was like they couldn't come to the memorial and a lot of people were like you know uh, you know, starting spreading rumors about that shit and be like, damn, you know, she's excluding people. I was like, I asked for one person not to show up out of respect for him. Uh, cause I was like, it's like, Hey, he don't like you. That's really why. And I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain of being loyal to my friend that I'm like, he would be lo- rolling his eyeballs if you showed up to his fucking memorial. So I'm loyal as shit. Y'all pussies as fuck. Um, people just don't understand that shit where I was not afraid to be the bad guy. I was not afraid to hold up my end of the bargain of being a true and tried loyal fucking friend to my fucking person, you know, and that's like the difference that really came out. And like a lot of people definitely were projecting a lot of their shit on to, to me. And I was just like, yo man, like I'm fucking here grieving. I've lost the person that I cared about more than anything at that point in my life. That was like my my person you know like i fucking loved this person till the end of the earth you know who understood me who i thought was going to be in my life forever somebody that like i had every intention of like making it right with them and you know for me to be able to be here and like be strong and to be unfuckwittable with your fucking bullshit was a testament to my fucking loyalty to my person and was a testament to my validity of who i was at that time in my life that I was like despite everything of your projecting your bullshit onto me I know what I believe is true and I'm not gonna let that fucking rock with me even though at that time you know I was definitely low vibrational and unevolved you know and I definitely didn't handle myself in the best way but I think I handled myself pretty fucking good for being somebody that was truly grieving inside that was dead inside and was trying to do right by their person and allow people space to even like come together to celebrate his life that i think i did a pretty fucking good job of holding it together and now i can like look back at it and just laugh like i just thought about this shit like yesterday like it came up with something i was thinking about i was like damn i forgot that shit even happened like holy shit (laughs) like that's funny as fuck like that seems so foreign to me like but it just shows like for myself of like how far i've come and that I've still always been 100 with my loyalty. Like, my loyalty is not something that is fuckwittable. Like, if I'm loyal to something, I'm fucking loyal to it. And I don't care, you know. Like, I give zero fucks when it comes to that shit. And I, I think a lot of people are, you know, um, not true to themselves. They're not fully authentic that they even know how to be fully uh, loyal to something like that. So I just ask you guys, you know, like, really think about, like, what are you loyal to? What are you willing to, like stand up for that even when you're put into predicaments like that when people are coming at you from all sides to like make you like succumb to like their projections and shit like are you really loyal to yourself do you believe in yourself do you honor yourself are you honoring the people situations and things that you were truly loyal to like like how do you show up for yourself and how do you show up for others is truly the question we should all be asking ourselves because i think if we start really 
looking within and seeing the error of our own ways and then being able to see what actually deserves our attention, you'd be quite surprised. And if we can get more people that can have like true loyalty to like, you know, whether that's like, hey, I'm loyal to my health where I'm not going to allow myself to treat myself like shit anymore, that I'm going to make these sacrifices no matter what. Like if my friends are like, just fucking drink with us, just fucking eat junk food with us, that you're loyal to your shit where you're like, no, I love myself that I don't want to do that. And so I appreciate y'all, but I'm not fucking with it. You know, like just, that's the shit where you're willing to make those sacrifices because you care about you, you know, that you love yourself enough to be loyal to yourself and be loyal to the things that you choose to love. So that's really the, the gist of this episode of just like, yeah, you know, this is the quiet contemplation, self-reflection time of like, who are you? What do you want out of life? What makes sense for you? And what are what are you even doing? (laughs) Like, what are you loyal to in life? How loyal are you to your own well-being? So as always, keep shifting your perspective and finding the delights in everyday moments. Love and light, Kate.